If you can dream it, you can do it. Enzo Ferrari. Welcome back, coach. In today's episode, I'm talking about Facebook ads or deeper than that, really paid traffic, their place in your business. When is it too early? When is it too late? What what to avoid? What to do? How to avoid making a lot of the mistakes that I made when I started. I burned thousands, probably tens of thousands of dollars uh, learning the whole ad platform, learning how to run paid traffic. And I made a lot of mistakes and I'm hoping that I can help you avoid some of them. Now, this episode will be information heavy. Some of these podcast episodes are very you know, action heavy, action based. They're usually a little bit shorter. And here's some actions to take. Some of these episodes are a little bit more information heavy. And information can really change your situation. So take some notes. Anything that's not directly applicable right now, you can put it aside. And anything that's directly applicable, I want you to take the note and then put it in order of importance and then take action on it. So the first thing, when I mention Facebook ads to a coach, by the way, if you find this episode helpful in any way, if you get value out of anything that I do, all I ask is give it a thumbs up, give it a like, and give it a share. Share it with a few coaches. My reach is limited on my paid platforms. A lot of the stuff we do is, is we have a limited number of coaches we can work with per month. For me to reach more coaches, for me to help more experts, for me to create more transformations in the world, I spend a lot of time creating quality content and in hopes that it just reaches as many coaches as it can and actually changes their businesses. So if you're one of those coaches and you're listening and you've been listening and consuming it and getting value, the only thing I ask is just give it a like, give it a share, spread the message. And if you truly love it, leave us a review on iTunes. Let me know what you think. I do read each and every one and it does help me um, you know, steer the ship, so to say. Try to figure out what is it that you want and what should I create. That being said, I appreciate and I thank you ahead of time for that. Facebook ads. So when I say Facebook ads, the first thing that I usually get is a blank stare or I tried it, it didn't work. I wasted money. I did too when I first started. So I get it. I get the fear and the hesitation of getting back into paid traffic because it can... It can, if you failed in the past, obviously you kind of have like a negative feedback loop around it and you can doubt it. And when you doubt it, you don't go all in. And even if you do do it, but you're doubting it, you never fully believe it. And so you never play big and you never really do what it takes to make it work. So I want to wipe the slate clean. If you've ran Facebook ads and they've haven't worked for you, let's wipe the slate clean and start from square one. I invite you to it. I'm not telling you what to do. I invite you to do it. Or if you've never run Facebook ads in this episode, it'll be really helpful for you. The second thing, the second question I want to answer is when is it, when is it the right time? Or is it, is, is it, can it be too early? My answer to that is yes, you can run Facebook ads too early. As in, if you don't, haven't done the fundamental work, I'm talking like the avatar stuff, understanding who you're, who you're going after, the language that they use, the pain points they're having. You know, the kind of program that could solve their problems. If you're not ready to actually get on calls and talk with clients, then yes, we need to build out this structure, this system. It's what we do in the Coaches University. It's our main focus. We build, we get the fundamentals down. Then we build the systems. And then 
we run paid traffic. It's usually in month two of a coaching business that we start running paid traffic. But there has to be many things that come before paid traffic, including the internal work. If you haven't done that, I invite you to do that first. That being said, even when I have a brand new coach that I'm working with and they're interested in running paid traffic, I will run paid traffic. And I'll explain that in a second. So it's, it's never really too early to run paid traffic. Just the strategy that you do it shifts. We won't be running traffic into some kind of lead magnet into an email list and then trying to convert from there with a retargeting ad to a sales page. We won't be doing that. We'd be doing an awareness video, an awareness campaign. How do we get more awareness to your stuff and then retarget them into your email list? So it's just a subtle shift in strategy, but you can do it right off the bat. Some coaches, well, when I make my first sale, I'll reinvest in Facebook ads. They generally never do. <laughs> so if you feel like you're ready for it or you want to experiment with it, you know, keep listening. And if, you're, if it's way too early and you just got certified and you have no idea what you're doing it or how you're doing it, then, of course, Facebook ads is a month or two away for you. And let's get the fundamentals down. Check out our, 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 our evergreen course, Momentum. If you're just starting, Momentum could be a really good place to start. And after successfully completing Momentum, you get a full credit into any one of our live coaching programs. Or if you just want to jump right into it, the Coaches University could be a really good fit for absolutely anyone. We, we crank out some pretty badass coaches in the Coaches University. Check it out. I invite you to. I'll put the link around here somewhere. That being said, once you have the fundamentals figured out and maybe you're starting to build some of your systems, that's where Facebook ads can really kick in. The next question is how do I even start or, or what do I do with Facebook ads? And the one thing I want you to understand is Facebook ads, although it's an ad quote, unquote, platform, an ad platform, it's not a bulletin. It's not abrasive. It's not meant to take away from the user experience. I want you to understand that. The ads that do that, that take away from the user experience on Facebook, usually have a very low relevance score. They don't get much engagement. And Facebook pushes it away and doesn't show it to as many people. Your click-through rates and your link clicks will all be down because of it. The amount of people that see it will be down and you'll still be spending as much because Facebook doesn't want to ruin the experience of the user. So your Facebook ads have to sort of blend in like a social media post, but be very targeted towards a specific group of people to get their attention and then turn that attention into a click where your landing page or wherever you're sending them will do the job of conversions. But you don't necessarily want to sell on the Facebook ad platform unless it's a retargeting ad to a very hot audience with like a last minute offer, you know, open cart ends in a day or two. That's where you can start doing that. But for the most part, most of your time and most of your budget on Facebook ads will be spent on a very non-abrasive mm, advert. And, and I... I I don't like calling it an ad because the first thing we think is, oh, we need to sell something with a nice billboard ad. That's not what I mean. This isn't a TV commercial. It's not a YouTube ad. You know, that's pretty intrusive. It's, it must blend in with the platform. So what I need you to understand is on a Facebook ad, when you're creating this Facebook ad, I've got a few YouTube videos on the actual ad platform. That stuff's easy to figure out. You can find that. But when you're actually creating the Facebook ads, you really only have a few elements, a few, a few variables that you need to create. You obviously have your targeting. Who are you? Go First of all, you have your campaign. 
what kind of ad is this? What kind of a, what's the objective of the ad? We'll call it that. You have the objective of the ad. That's on the campaign level. Then you've got the targeting and you've got placements. You know, you got the age, you got the interest-based targeting. Maybe you're following some pages, some people, some influencer targeting, all of that stuff. Then you're working through to the actual budget. What are you going to spend, et cetera, et cetera. Once that is done, then you've got your actual creative. You've got the image, you've got your headline, and you've got the copy, and you, of course, can choose your call to action. That's pretty much it. I mean, I could, I could get into the budget optimization. I could get into a whole bunch of little things like that, but just on surface level, that's what you have. What do you want the ad to do? That's on your campaign level. What's the objective? Is it a conversion? Are you converting people on your email list? Is it an awareness ad, a video view ad? You choose that first. For most of our clients, it's a conversion ad. We're running traffic straight to a lead magnet and we're trying to get you know cost per lead down as, as low as possible while maintaining a high quality of lead. We grow an email list. You can grow an email list of a few hundred in a very short period of time doing that right. Then we move into the actual targeting. Who do we target? If you're just starting, a lot of your targeting is gonna be interest-based or it's gonna be you know pages of people. Who do they follow? What are they interested in? And, of course, you can choose your age. You can choose your location, USA, Canada. I, I have my clients separate that. USA is separate. Canada is separate. You know, Great Britain, Australia, UK, all that is separate. We separate all of that. And the reason is, I, I don't want to get into too many of the reasons because we could, I could make this episode 20 hours long. But I'm just, I'm just sharing some of the most sought-after stuff when it comes to Facebook ads. Uh, we separate it because we don't want, you'll notice this very quickly that USA is usually the most expensive and you'll find that like Australia or the UK is sometimes the least expensive, same ads, same people. And if you blend them all together, sometimes you're taken away from one ad's performance and it's kind of leveling out. You'll get a lot better results separating countries. And if you can run enough ads, even separating age groups, you know, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50 and trying to find the winning winners. Trying to find what is performing the best so we can double down on that. Once you're done that and you set your budget, you move into the actual ad level. And on the ad level, it's really your creative. Now, the way I teach this is the box method. I'm waving my hands like crazy. And, and you'll just have to imagine a, uh, a, a kind of a square with four squares within it. Right? So you got four squares. You're going to rotate your ads out. There's really only... Four things that we're going to keep rotating out. You've got your targeting in one box. So you can write targeting in one box. You've got your image in another box. You've got your headline in another box. And then you've got your copy in another box. You're going to come up with four of each. Four different targeting options. Four different images for your ad. Four different headlines. And of course, four different pieces of copy. So body copy. Four different versions of it. Now, how you test what is actually working is I would go test four different audiences, same image, same headline, same copy, and go. You test it for a week. You see which audience is performing the best. Then you grab that audience, you bring it to the top of the box, and now you'll test four different images. So that winning audience, you're going you're gonna to use that winning audience. You're going to use the same copy, the same headline, but you're going to rotate four images. You can do that for a week or four days, depending on what your budget's at. Maybe a day if your budget is massive and you can get thousands of people in it. And then you're going to say, great. 
this audience and this image seems to be working the best. Let's set those as winners. And now you'll use the same audience, the same image, but you'll rotate your CTAs, your call to actions. Let's try four different ones. Find the winner, great, done. And now you're gonna try that same image, the same headline and the same targeting. And you're gonna test four different pieces of copy. You're gonna find the winner. Then you're gonna move that into the winning campaign. Great, this is the winning ad. And now you're gonna do it all over again. Great, now I'm gonna use the winning image, the winning copy, the winning headline, and I'm gonna test four new audiences. See if I can keep making my ad better. I'm always going behind the screens with clients of my Facebook ad campaigns. And you know, you'll be first to see. Sometimes I run an ad and it's like $22 per lead. It's not performing that well. But after a week of testing, of tweaking, of modifying, it's down to $2 a lead. Most coaches who are trying to run ads stop because they see $22 a lead or you know, no results, and they're like, hey, this doesn't work. Whereas the ones who are winning the ad game say, great. Tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, test and tweak, test and tweak, test, gather results, tweak, try it again. You can work your way down to some pretty attractive numbers and you'll quickly find that that two times, four times, five times, ten times ROI on Facebook ads can become a reality. Even if you're tripling your ad spend, if, if you know that you're spending 100 but you make 300, done. I think anyone would be happy with that. We want to get better. And it really just comes down to being patient and being okay to test and tweak. Now, one final thing I want to mention is do video ads. I'm just answering some questions that always get asked on Facebook ad stuff here. Do video ads. The reason is really like tenfold, but I'll share some of the biggest reasons is A, videos connect. We all know that. You can see someone's eyes, you can see the lips move, you can see their energy, and you can really connect with someone and build a relationship in a much shorter period of time. Number two, Facebook prefers videos, so it'll push it out to more people. You'll get cheaper results with the actual video ad. Number three, the retargeting. Although you can, yes, you can retarget engagement on a regular ad. The retargeting on video is a pretty cool feature because if you send, like we have some videos that have 50,000 or 80,000 views, some ads. And at the end of the month, I can go, you know what? Anyone who's watched 75% or more of this video Let's put them on a special list. Facebook will create that list for you and let's retarget them. Anyone who watched 75% or more of a five minute video has gotten to know me pretty well. They watched at least three and a half or almost four minutes of a video and they probably know me. They, they understand my message. They've seen me. There's awareness. There's probably a bit of a relationship. There's maybe a little bit of like, a lot of no, maybe not much trust at that point, but maybe a little bit. And to put something in front of them that moves them down the quote-unquote funnel, that moves them down the system, that moves them through the pipeline, is the options Facebook gives you is really powerful for that. So my answer is always video. If video is not your forte, practice it. Get better at it. When I have a client, I say this oftentimes, uh, I have them do 30 videos. So they send a video once or twice a day. doesn't have to be perfect. It's under four minutes. It's a video just with the iPhone working on the communicating an idea. After 30 videos, my clients are usually pros on video or they're much more powerful on video. If your videos stink, yes, you'll have a hard time getting results, but it's a skill set I would highly recommend learning because it can really help you build some momentum in your coaching business and learning how to communicate in real life or at least on video is a very powerful skill to develop. 
Then the final thing I want to talk about and the final kind of question that gets asked is how do I know, you know, when to turn Facebook ads on, off? How do I know if it's working? You've got to have data points set up. You've got to have like, uh, you know, in stocks, like stop loss. Like what's the result you're after? What do you want out of this ad? What's the lifetime value of your client? How much are you willing to spend to acquire a client? And if the answer, you know, if your clients are worth $5,000 and you're willing to spend $1,000 to get a client, you can start scaling. And just know that if you spent $1,000 and you have not got a client yet, it's okay. You're buying data. But that's when you know, okay, what do I need to test and tweak? Where's your threshold for that? There's also data on the back end that I want you researching. I want you studying. I've written about it a few times. And I know I have some videos around it, so I won't get into it. But just, it's very data heavy. Now, I hope I'm not doing a disservice by making Facebook ads seem extremely complex because they're not. We run all Facebook ads in-house and, and we do well with them. We had an agency takeover and the results they were getting us was, was worse than what we do now. Like, it, they were worse. So we took it back and I realized I know more about Facebook ads than, than a lot of people. And I'm not talking about e-commerce. I'm not talking about complex things. I'm talking about really, really simple conversion ads awareness ads, and retargeting ads. There's only three things you really need to know. You've got awareness ads, pushing your perfect people into a video, let's say, bringing awareness to, your, to what it is you do, to who you are, to what you stand for, to why you do what you do. Then you've got a lead generation campaign, driving people into a landing page, into a quote-unquote squeeze page, you've heard it all before, and moving people into your list so you can build a relationship. Then you've got your retargeting ads, once you do build audiences, you're retargeting your email list, your video viewers, your Instagram engagement, your Facebook page engagement, and you're retargeting them with a, hey, would you like to work with me type of idea. You know, you've been watching my stuff, what's up? Would you like to work with me? That's basically it right there. And that's all you really need to understand. And then it just comes down to tweaking the actual ad itself, and in most cases, the audience, to finding that winning combination. And you could start with, you know, 5 to $10 a day. Just start nice and slow. Pick away at it. Keep tweaking it. Every day, check the data. See it as a game. See it as a fun game. Because once you crack that code, once you crack that code, like the clients who crack that code, who we help them crack that code for their industry, are now in a position to actually have predictability in their coaching business and not hoping for a client through the content they create that pretty much nobody watches anyways because it's so busy on social media. <sighs> I hope this helped. If you're a little bit confused or like, wow, re-listen to the episode. Sometimes re-listening once or twice will help you, it drive you, you know, drive it home. I want you to become a pretty savvy marketer. And this stuff is not complex. It's not hard. It can take 20 minutes a day and you can keep your ads in good shape and keep them growing, keep them scaling, and keep them bringing in consistent clients for your coaching business if you need help with it. Most coaches who are like, I need help with Facebook ads, we're like, great. But before we do, let's check your systems. Let's make sure that's dialed in. 99 times out of 100, their systems aren't dialed in, and Facebook ads won't save them. Simply won't. So we would dial in your systems, make sure your copy is on point, make sure your landing pages, your lead maintenance, your sales pages, make sure your booking calendars, make sure everything is positioned to make you the only choice for someone. And then we open the floodgates of paid traffic. And we obviously leverage um, free traffic as well. The two work very well hand in hand. It's a whole ecosystem to building a system, a, bu a business that's 
If it was easy, everyone would have a multi-million dollar coaching business, but it's not. There's some strategy. There's some step-by-step. There's some domino building. And if the dominoes aren't getting knocked over at the in the right order at the right time, then you will fail to build a coaching business or at least a predictable one. You'll work with some clients, but it won't be predictable. So if you need help with that, don't hesitate to reach out. All the information is at lucasrubix.com. We've got the Coaches University. We take 10 to 12 clients every single month into the university so we can have a really good understanding of what you're doing and you can get the personal help you need. And of course, we have the Coaches Circle. It is a one-on-one program and we're usually working with six to a max of eight clients one-on-one. But there's some really high-impact stuff that goes on inside the Coaches Circle VIP 101 coaching program. And of course, if help is not what you're looking for, but you're just after the free stuff, then this podcast is here to serve you. Consume it. Use it. Check out the YouTube channel at Lucas Rubik's on YouTube. It's the coaching channel on, um, on YouTube under Lucas Rubik's. And of course, Instagram at Lucas Rubik's. A lot of these episodes come from DMs and questions that get asked on the gram. So make sure you uh, you reach out and you ask your questions there. For anything else, I'm around. Let me know how I can serve. Truly hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next episode. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free, and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.